Robert, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. It is in the uh, in the style of continuing with our discussion of Alexander's procedures. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about hands on the back of chairs? How do you use that if you do? Uh, what are the benefits? How do you think of doing that? Boy, I... Uh... That was one that took me a long time to get into it all. Um, I, I, we, you know, we certainly talked about it on our training course and did it. And I remember Betty, Elizabeth Collins, saying, um, you know, this is Alexander reportedly said, uh, this is kind of the key ingredient to being a good Alexander teacher or something to that effect. He, he, he felt it was very important. Um, I guess we should backtrack a little and describe it first, though. What do you think? Yeah, go ahead and describe Boy, it the best I, you You know, I prefer if you described it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're getting out of that one. I don't okay, want I will to. describe it. Yeah, yes, you describe, I describe it. So this is something that is, uh, is, is done with a chair and your hands on the uh really over the back of the chair. If you were standing behind the chair, they're going to be over and on the, the backrest of the chair in a certain way. And um, it's either done standing or it's done. it can be done sitting. But when it's done standing, it's done a little bit of the monkey position, which we talked mm-hmm. about right. earlier. Right. Uh, and it is a, a, a procedure that you, you wait to... Or to get your attention back generally to your use as you would with anything mm-hmm. and you give yourself the directions the alex the neck free head forward and up back lengthen and wide knees release forward or whatever the direct shoulders broaden whatever the particular directions are that you use for the technique as you're continuing to to not jump into things and to watch that you're not preparing and adding tension and getting ready to do something and then you you put your hands on the chair in a way that uh, that bends at the metacarpal joint. That's that knuckle joint, and you keep your fingers straight from there down. And uh, so on both hands, they're pointing on the front of the top back of the chair, if you can imagine. If someone were to lean back, they'd be sitting on your hands, but you'd be behind the chair, standing behind the chair. And then your thumbs go behind either the, uh, the index finger or the next finger or somewhere in between. And so you're keeping your fingers straight, and you're almost, in a way, sort of uh, pinching the chair. I don't know how to call it. There's a name for that kind of... Uh, a gentle pinch. Yeah, well, yes, you're not pinching. You're, you're not putting tension in any of this. And then you, uh, you, you are directing then your, your wrists in, your elbows out, so there is a, a, a contrasting direction there where your wrists are going in, your elbows are going out, all the while leaving your fingers easily pointing straight down and you widen your back and you uh, I think Alexander had a direction he called pull to the elbows but you don't pull <laughs> you actually can as, as you're widening your back widening your elbows out to the sides and your wrists in it gives you a very nice broadening of the back a very nice feel of the uh, feel experience and and uh, an actual broadening of your back and all the while you're doing any of these parts of the procedures by watching that you're still releasing your neck, leaving your head free so it can go forward and up, letting your back lengthen and widen, your knees release forward. All the while, you're 
you're observing your use and you're uh, you're taking a moment to cancel or as Alexander called it to inhibit tightening and you're making sure you continue to do that so there you have it I think that's I I think that's mostly all we need for this conversation except I think uh, it cries out for a little YouTube video do you have oh, do you have one? I'll um, make one. Make one, and I'll we'll put it. One. We'll put it on the page because it's kind of a visual uh, thing to to see. Um, I mean, it it's very useful kind of, for pianists, for bass oh, players. Yeah. It's useful for anyone. And so, I, and, uh, and we have. I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure whether you mentioned the role of the thumb in all of this. Um, when when we learn this, and from my experience, it's it's it's. A lot of it is about really having the opposability of the thumb to the other four fingers that, you know, is, I'm sure we all remember the opposable thumb in fifth grade, right? What makes us special? Did you, did you encounter the opposable thumb? Uh, no, I don't think we were oh, special where we well, were. Well, but no, you know what I'm talking about, yes, right? I the human beings are special because we have a, an opposable thumb. But unfortunately, many of us have kind of let it atrophy, and there really isn't a lot of opposability. Uh, a lot of people have very odd um, ideas about how their fingers and their thumb functions. And uh, it's a little off topic, but there's an area where body mapping can really come in handy, and we probably should talk about body mapping at some point but anyway it a uh, uh, part of this whole thing a uh, reason for doing hands on back of chair is to i guess you could say restore uh, that uh, opposable thumb in, in us to a certain extent so why don't we leave it at that okay okay